This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 is that not the truth or what? It does not matter who the host is. Today is, let's see, today is Thursday, 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 and we are coming across, let's see, what is it? It's Thursday. We are streaming live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, across the multiverse of Safety FM, because that is what exactly we do so we are coming to you live as always and you know we're doing the things that we do over here and we're oh my god i just lost my voice first thing um and we're also coming across you know this place if it plays sometimes it likes to play radio big streaming 24 7 at radiobig.fm Okay, so there you go. That's where we're coming across. That's where we're hanging out. That's where we're doing the things that we do. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of this neck of the woods as we are talking today and doing all of the things that we do um, across the multiverse of Safety FM. So there you go. Anyway, today is Freeform Thursday, as it is every Thursday. So what we try to do is we come about and talk and do the things that you want to hear, talk about, and discuss right here on the station so come about, of course. It is two minutes past the top of the hour. We'll have the discussion today. Um, so if we're taking it from the top, from taking it from the top of the equation, let me kind of open this thing up. I don't know if you've seen this. This is actually have been making the cycles over the last little bit. I'll kind of pull this up over here. Let's not do a screen per se share, but we will do a um we will do a safari share. But have you seen this? This right here, the moon landing picture, or not the moon, Mars landing picture that is readily available. It is a 360 picture that has been released. And you can take a view and a listen and everything about that, of what is going on. It does last for about a minute, but it is a full-blown 360 uh, picture that is circulating from Mars. Thought that that was kind of cool. Not very good for the people who are listening via the radio. Um, but if I turned around and kind of told you that you're out in the middle of nowhere, New Mexico, uh, you might actually believe me. So I'll just put it to you that way. So just kind of visualize that as we are talking here on the Rated R Safety Show this morning, having the discussion and going through the whole nine yards of the equation you know, the whole ands, ifs, and buts about everything. Anyway, so let's get you started with some feature story news because that's always going to be important. Talking about what is going on inside of the world of the multiverse and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's get that started. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From feature story news in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. 
Facebook is banning Myanmar's military officials and affiliates. The social media firm says the move follows the events since the military coup earlier this month and deadly violence. The military had been using Facebook, which is how many in Myanmar get on the internet, to spread its claims of voter fraud in elections. China's hitting back at growing accusations of human rights abuses in Xinjiang, Tibet and Hong Kong. At a UN Human Rights Council forum, Chinese Ambassador Chen Shu said Western powers were ignoring reality and spreading lies. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. The UK, US, Germany and Canada are among the countries that have lined up over the last few days to criticise China's treatment of ethnic minorities in Xinjiang and Tibet and citizens in Hong Kong. On Wednesday, China's ambassador to the UN, Chen Su, responded by saying they were abusing the UN Human Rights Council forum to make groundless charges against China. He reiterated also that they were interfering in China's internal affairs. The EU has called for urgent access to be granted to the UN to investigate the alleged mistreatment of Uyghurs in Xinjiang and people in Tibet. Activists and rights experts say at least a million Muslims are detained in camps in western China, which Beijing describes as vocational training centres. India will start vaccinating the elderly and people with comorbidities next week. In its second phase of COVID-19 vaccinations, 270 million people are likely to take the jab. But low turnout remains a concern, as Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. In the first phase, the government is vaccinating healthcare and frontline workers, but has managed only 42% of its immunization target. Experts are worried that the lofty ambitions of vaccinating 270 million by August may face issues with turnout, especially as many are still concerned about the safety and efficacy of vaccines. But the government is also roping in 20,000 private hospitals, hoping to increase the reach of doses. Ministers have announced plans aimed at avoiding a repeat of last year's exams row in England due to disruption to education from COVID-19. Teachers will be given wide flexibility to determine A-level and GCSE results based on a range of evidence. Grades will be issued earlier in August to allow time for appeals. Schools Minister Nick Gibbs says the teachers will have to demonstrate evidence for the grades they award. The teacher who knows their pupils best to award the grade to those students on the basis of a, of a range of evidence of the work that they've conducted over the last uh, couple of years. Guidance issued to teachers about how to construct those grades. Here is the news the process, on the school level. Show. Every grade will be signed off by the head teacher. There'll be quality assurances processed by the exam boards as well, just to make sure that there is consistency and fairness. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. I spend a lot of time in the backyard and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Big. So there you go. A lot of things going on across the sides of the multiverses. We are talking first thing this morning. As I was saying earlier, it is Freeform. Freeform Thursday. Freeform Thursday. So phone lines are open 866-930-SFM1. 866-930-SFM1. You're more than welcome on jumping in and having a conversation of exactly whatever the hell you want to talk about today. Because that's what we do on Freeform Thursday. So there you go. This is version 6 or VI however you want to take a look at it uh so there you go anyways nine minutes past the top of the hour um i've been told i've been told that apparently some people were having issues with the vid with the video stream don't worry we're always available on the radio station that's radiobig.fm or safetyfm.com or safety.fm depending on where you'd like to hang and do some of the different things of those particular aspects so there you go we are here but once again freeform we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about today which we normally do that anyways but we talk about we do it a little bit extra here on this day where we do have the phone lines open apparently i just lost my comment screen as well um so sorry about that so let's continue talking we'll start talking about the news unless somebody pops in or calls in and we'll go from there so let's take it from the very very top so going from the very top here a chicago teen is helping hundreds of people secure appointments to get their covid19 vaccination through a group that he created called chicago vaccine angels benjamin kagan uh, and a slew of volunteers have helped over 550 people in Illinois area, the majority of whom are over the age of 65 book appointments to get their their shots. It has also started over the winter break as Kagan helped their grandparents navigate to Florida's mess of a system with four monitors open and, com- and competing with over 66,000 other people. The team was eventually able to secure his grandparents their first dose. Kagan told CBS, told Fox News that he will continue helping people until they're able to call up a Walgreens and say, okay, I'm coming over in five minutes and have it, have it there ready for me. So what happens if Walgreens turns around and says, hey, uh, we can have it ready for you in 10 minutes? I guess he'll continue going on and on. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. But just something to think about. So there you go. Some interesting things going on inside of the world as we do talk about this, of course. Always good to see the younger Jen helping out the LDs, the LDs like myself. Okay, I'm not 65 or over, but there you go. You kind of get the point there as we are talking. So anyways, as we have been talking this morning, we did talk a little bit about Mars for those who were not on the video stream. But hey, if you're on the radio station, you kind of already know about that. There is a video or yeah, there is a 360 picture. Yes, 360. 
yeah, a 360 picture available that you can take a look at available on YouTube uh, of Mars, which is kind of cool. So just go over there, kind of do the circulation. If you did not see the thing this morning, as we are talking whatsoever about everything, of course, this morning, anyways, let's continue going down the news and keep in mind, jump in wherever you want. Or wherever you don't want, because that's some options there for you as well. Anyways, Dr. Fauci says that the U.S. is done, is has done the worst, worse than <laughs> worse than most in other countries in battling COVID nineteen. It is tough to just back, just to go back and try to metaphorize. The autopsy, so they say they went in and it was just bad. Fauci just told GMA it was bad. The infectious disease expert said that the states did not take a unified approach to the virus when the pandemic broke out. So there you go. There you go. Some information there from Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, in regards of what is going on right there. Anyways, let's continue talking. I have to tell you, before I forget, a lot of people have reached out to me and said, What's happened to the motivation, the motivation of the minute? Well, if you want it, I can give it to you. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Thomas J. Watson said, If you want to achieve excellence, you can get there today. As of this second, quit doing less than excellent work. That's great advice. It actually kind of reminds me of a farmer I worked for when I was about 12. I remember him telling me and my friend, who happened to be the farmer's son, have you ever noticed that good enough never is? Now, this was a reply to him telling us that whatever project we had been working on was good enough. Come on, we just want to go ride go-karts. I learned that day that you need to do a good job, not a good enough job. Because you know what? There really is no such thing as a good enough job. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Okay, so there you go. That's John Smaltz does the afternoon show on RadioBig.fm, bringing you some motivation first thing in the morning as we are talking here about the other things that are going on inside of the world and so on. You know you know what else motivates a lot of people out there? Believe it or not, this dude does. I, I, I like him. I'm a lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Wow, that's loud. Anyways, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the multiverse as we are talking across the world here and talking about some different things. Anyways, we are phone lines are open. If you want to give them a call in, if you don't, that's cool, too. And so is the chatty, the chatty, chatty box as we are going through the world of different things. Anyways, a pet tiger that was found freezing in Texas winter storm last week has a new home. What has a new home? A new six month old cub named Elsa in a 
in the nod flick, yeah, the same as the nod flick, Frozen, uh, was wearing a dog harness and had patches of missing fur when found at home. According to the Bexar County Sheriff's Office, Elsa's rescuer temporarily placed her in a local wildlife rehabilitation center while the animal advocates search for a place to send her. On Wednesday, Elsa headed to her new home in Black Beauty Ranch. Where the hell is Black Beauty Ranch? Animal advocates shared... The story in an effort to raise awareness for the need for federal legislation to forbid keeping tigers as pets. Ah, you think that that might be a good idea? Seriously, uh, good idea. I think that that's Mr. Brightside there um, as we're talking about that. So there you go. Um, Yeah, let's not keep pets as tigers. Tiger uppercut. Um, So there you go. That's some information as we are talking about it. Anyways, the FDA announced on Wednesday that Johnson & Johnson single-dose COVID vaccine has a favorable safety profile with no specific concerns identified that could preclude issuance of a EUA. Yep, you heard me correctly there. The endorsement is also promising signs of the vaccine, which could soon become the third to receive the EUA in the USA. You know, the company is seeking authorization for use in individuals ages 18 and older. So we still talk about this because, you know, I always like to harp on California anytime that I get a chance to, because why not do that, of course? But why are we not talking about making this readily available for, um, 18 and younger, because if California, Los Angeles independent school district is requiring that everyone to be able to return to school um, come the fall semester, that they have to have the vaccine. Well, how the hell that's going to work if it's only going to be for 18 and older? Or is this going to be handled on a case by case basis? Maybe that's one way to look at it. Anyway, 17 minutes past the top of the hour. Here we go. An Oklahoma man has been accused of murdering three people, one whom he cut out her heart to feed it to his family. Yep, Lawrence Anderson allegedly stabbed Andrea Lynn Blankenshop, 41, to death in her home on February the 9th. He cut out her heart and then cooked it with potatoes to feed the family to release their demons. After cooking the heart, Anderson allegedly killed his uncle, Leon Pyle, 67, his four-year-old granddaughter, Kios Yates, and stabbed his aunt, Delcy Pye. According to the Oklahoma Bureau of Investigations, his aunt survived the attack. Anderson had been living with his aunt and uncle since the early prison release in January. He has a lengthy record that includes drug convictions, drug convictions, domestic violence, and he is being held without bail. His charges are still pending. Wow. I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, I talk about some random strange stuff from time to time. I'm not going to say that I don't, but man, that one does actually take the cake. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's continue. Market surged on Wednesday as the Dow spiked 424 points. The Nasdaq gained 132 points and the S&P 500 added 44 points. Investors responded positively to a statement issued by the Chair of Federal Reserve in which they reiterated that the central banks will continue to support the U.S. economy. Tesla rose about 6.2% after announced a major investment firm had purchased nearly $200 million worth of stock. Johnson & Johnson ended up 1.3% higher after it appeared 
appeared that it had, hurt, had jumped over major hurdles in clearing the emergency authorization of the virus. So there you go. There you go. That is some information going on inside of the world of everything. Yes, the world of everything, because there's no other way to put it. Sorry that I had to look down there, but my my phone was not muted. So, you know, I did that very unprofessional thing that I do from time to time where I don't mute the phone. And, you know, I have to pay for it later. Pay for it later. Anyways, let's continue talking. COVID-19 can live on clothing and upholstery um, for up to three days, according to a new study. Oh, this is news breaking. Polyester poses the greatest risk with the virus lingering for about 72 hours, while the only last a day on full cotton samples. The breakthrough finding is concerning for health care workers who could transmit the virus from patient to patient, and their clothing is not frequently washed, noted author of the study, Dr. Katie Lard. I said that when it comes to sanitizing, researchers found that soap in in scorching hot water at least 153 degrees was required to effectively clean 100 percent cotton fabric. Regularly, household washing machines typically only reach 130 on their hottest setting. The study suggests that healthcare uniforms should be washed on site at the hospital or at an industrial laundry to avoid potentially bringing the for potentially bringing the virus home. Oh, my. I mean, let's talk about that. So 153 degrees is the potential now that we're probably looking at and that needs to be changed and added and all that kind of fun stuff. But, man, what a world are we in now as we are talking about this and doing this? Because here's the thing. 153 degrees, we already know that that's going to be a problem. The other portion is then now what are we going to be looking at when we're having these conversations with other people? Because think about it. Okay, so if it can carry on in polyester, number one, I don't know why you're wearing it, but we're talking about it anyways. But if you're wearing polyester, you're going to have some major concerns now which you should already have some major concerns because you are wearing polyester but then the other side to the equation is that we're talking about cotton and a cotton at 153 degrees and what are we going to be looking at now replacement of washing machines across just in case i mean it's just something to talk about and something to definitely look at as we do move forward in regards of what we have going on here on the rated r safety show we are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, protesters took to the street in Rochester, New York, late Tuesday to voice their anger over a grand jury's decision to indict the officers involved in the death of the 41... Of not to indict it, sorry. Involved in the 41-year-old of Daniel... <laughs> Hundreds gathered in the intersection where Brood was arrested last March before heading to the public safety building and, and the Civic Center Plaza. No arrests and clashes with officers were reported, but demonstration vowed to return. Brood died last March, several days after the, his encounter with officers during a mental health episode. So did you hear about this one or do you remember this particular conversation? So there you go. People seeing seeing the streets once again with demonstrating exactly what is going on in their mind, which I think is always an important thing to do to be able to have open discussions on what is happening inside of the world. Anyways, the UK is preparing to lift its strict lockdowns for two months. The country has been in total lockdown with residents advised to stay home, but not. But now Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the end is near. The end is near. Oh, that's a song. I better shut up about that. Starting next month, kids will be able to return to school. People can um, 
congregate outside. Care, care home residents can receive one regular visitor and outdoor sports will be allowed to resume. In April, non-essential businesses such as retailers, saloons, gyms, and pools can reopen. And in May, pubs, restaurants, hotels, theaters, and museums can open back up. And finally, in June, all legal limits will be removed. So there you go. So it ha- the UK had one of the worst death tolls in the world, 180, pe- 180 deaths per 100,000 versus 151 um, in the U in the U.S. Uh, per hundred thousand, so there you go. Some stuff to think about as we do talk about what is going on. Anyways, we briefly spoke about it yesterday, so we're going to make the cycle again and talk about it one more time right now. So here you go. Take a listen real quick. Tiger Woods is recovering from surgery at the Los Angeles hospital following his horrific car crash on Tuesday morning. The legendary golfer suffered significant orthopedic injuries to his right lower extremities, which surgeon stabilized by placing a rod in his lower right leg and screws and pins into his foot and ankle. Wednesday morning, his charity TGR Foundation released a statement that says Woods is currently awake, responsive, and recovering in a hospital room. The cause of Tuesday's crash is still under investigation, but authorities said that it, that Woods will not face charges as there was no evidence of impairment. So there you go. That's some stuff that was actually going around, and hopefully everything is going in good, and he's already on the mend as we are talking about it. Anyway, so there you go. 25 minutes past the top of the hour. We are still hanging out here on RadioBig.fm and, and on the Rated R Safety Show. You know how those things go. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. It seems so hard for you to know when you need space. I hope you find your peace and that you get a taste with yourself. Oh, yeah. 
So there you go. That's on fold. Yeah, let yourself unfold. Dijana. Yeah, that's Dijana. This morning on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. She's coming across here. This song is readily available on Spotify. And on iTunes. A lot of, I know we play a lot of different stuff, especially on this particular show, um, as we do it here. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. So we play some different stuff. Now, let me kind of tell you, because I know some people have asked me in the past, so I want to make reference to it one more time. The reason why we don't play normal standard commercial music on this station, uh, or at least on the video stream, and you kind of get to hear some new artists as we do bring them in, because the copyrights were, we get the copyrights from the artists themselves. Because if we did normal traditional music, well, it becomes something entirely different. And we normally tend to get blocked on the YouTubes, the Facebooks of the world, and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, as you do know or might not know, we do rotate this thing one time through on the day of the release on the different social media platforms. And then we pull it down the day of or the next or the following day, just FYI. But then it kind of lives in a home on Safety FM Plus. Just in case, if you wanted to know that. So there you go. That's where it ends up hanging out. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about the world of the weird and the things that are going on. Because I always think that this is always important anyway. So we're talking a little bit about music. So let's talk a little bit more about it. Billie Eilish. I don't know if you know about this, but let's talk about it. We'll launch her much anticipated documentary by performing in chatting with fans during a virtual get-together tonight. The Billie Eilish The World is a little blurry live premiere event will be available beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Apple TV app and Eilish's YouTube channel. So if you're intrigued or interested in about that, there you go. There you go. You, you have the opportunity of taking a view, and it is will, will be the premieres tonight, but of course they're doing the official release tomorrow, so just in case, meaning the official release that it's available everywhere, I believe it's an Apple TV exclusive, so just so you know. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more. Twisted sister frontman Deed Snyder has lashed out against the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after Twitter users wondered why Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson said that he would refuse induction. Snyder said that the R&R Hall Committee members are arrogant, elitist assholes who look down at metal and other bands that sell millions because we're not their definition of cool. So there you go. Oh, D. Snyder always honest about what he has to say. what his thought process is so there you go there's some information anyways let's talk about a little bit about a coronavirus coronavirus because you know we didn't talk about it enough earlier so let's talk a little bit more here's a solution if you haven't been able to score an appointment for a COVID-19 test at your local hospital or pharmacy in New York a West 34th Street storefront is hosting two vending machines selling a DIY at-home COVID test instead of a snacks or soda for $149 credit or debit cards only. No cash. You can pick up the PRC saliva test. 
You use it as at your leisure FedEx it, the one wellness for humanity partner labs with a pre-printed label and get the results via text or email within 48 hours. The company plans to install these machines in major cities. This is one time that will definitely don't want to do something positive with your money. So there you go. That's will be something that you want to do for sure if you're so inclined to do so. So what do you think as you hear about this? What do you think as I do mention this? Because I think it's interesting. I mean, this is one hell of a vending machine, but how long will that market be effective for you? That's going to be the other portion to talk about and think about as we do mention it um, right now for sure. A lot of stuff. I mean, just a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. You could be listening to the best, but you're not real big. Listen to this one. You might find this one interesting. Here you go. Two decades after Pokemon became the biggest thing in schoolyards around the world, copies of the Japanese trading card game are fetching six figures at auctions within a boom fueled by the pandemic lockdowns. Yeah, I'm not joking as I say this. Boxes of the 1999 U.S. first version base that sold around. Are you ready for this? $400,000 at action and, and auctions in recent months. A single card can mint, you, uh, mint condition with a popper fire flying character, Charizard, I think, sold for about $300,000. Joe Madalena, Joe Madalena, executive vice president of Heritage Auctions in Texas, believes many board gen Xers and millennials started playing Pokemon again, forced to occupy their time. This. This, folks, is what happens when you watch all of Netflix. So just think about that. $300,000. I don't know. Four, $300,000 $400,000 as you do talk about it. I don't know. Just some things to think about. So what is going on currently inside of the world um, as we do take a look at some of these pandemic things that are going on? As we are talking about a little bit of everything. Because here's the thing. We keep on hearing about pandemic, coronavirus, shots, and things to that extent. Now, I have to tell you, I live in a in a very, very odd area because I am in Florida. That's that's Florida, Florida, Florida. You know, you know the tradition that we'd go through on that. So we live in the weird world of Florida over here. Now, I'm not sure where you're located on how lockdowns look there. Because I will tell you, for the most part here, there's not much at least in the general area that I'm in, which I'm in in Orlando, um, that you can't go out and do. I mean, I can pretty much do everything as long as I have a versionality of a mask, even if my nose is hanging out. I mean, we're almost at a year. You can potty train a kid quicker than some of these people have learned to actually put the the mask over their nose. Um, So it's just kind of interesting on how it's worked because you can do everything. So how are things in your area? Because that's what I'm always intrigued about. Because my version of what I have seen is probably much different than the version that you're at. So like if you're listening right now and you're in the UK, well, of course your world is significantly different than what it is going on here. Now I will tell you, I have a friend that I was talking to and he was telling me that two of the biggest grocery stores in this area had to close down because of the pandemic restrictions that were going on in their area. That if you had six employees that were actually triggered with anything via the actual coronavirus, that they had to close down the whole I guess location is really what it boiled down to. They are they only have four supermarkets in the town that this dude lives in, and two of them had to close down. Talk about restricting some of the things. So that's been some of the interesting stuff to hear about as things have been going around and about and so on. So what restrictions are you seeing? 
What restrictions do your companies have? Now, the funny part is that we talk about companies and we talk about things that are going on. I think it's weird the more that we allow our companies to know about our personal lives on how some of those things change as well. Now, what do I mean as I say that? So I want you to hear this real quick. Know some people that were able to go out and about and do some things for vacation purposes. So they went on vacation during the pandemic. Now, they went ahead and they got into an RV. They have their own RV. They traveled to the area they wanted to travel to. They came back. Now, they did cover several states. Before they were allowed to come back, or the worker that I'm talking about in particular was allowed to come back, he was told that he had to bring a negative COVID test back before they would allow him to go back in. How do you think that works? Does that make sense? Does it, is it one of those things where you go, okay, that's a valid thing to do? Or do you turn around and go, eh, not sure on this one. I mean, cause that's the, that's the gig. I mean, think about it for a moment. How do you look at that? Like, do you look at back and go, that makes sense or it doesn't make sense. What are your requirements inside of your job organization currently? Are you requiring people to have X, Y, and Z if they are gone for a period of time from your location? Because here's the thing. There are, depending on where you're at, there are some schools that are back open and all that kind of fun stuff. There are daycares that are open in certain areas and all that. So what are the requirements for that? And I ask that question because here's the thing. If a kid goes to a daycare or a kid goes to a school day in and day out, how is that being affected? Like when they come back home, how does that work? Because is that being considered into some of the actual organization stuff as things are being done? Because that's the, the other thing as well. It becomes a very strange question if you're actually requiring for one thing but not the other. So how does it come across? So here we go. Only okay if you tell them before they take the, before they take the leave and enforce it uniformly. I don't know. That's the fun part. Now, of course, my, the person that I was talking to told me this based on the experience that he went through. Does it mean that that's what they're doing across the board? Anyways, that message did come in from Jim. Um, but does that mean that that comes across from everyone? Like, is it one of those things where it's spoken about in regards to the conversation where it's being had, where we can go, okay, boom, this is what's happening, and this is how we're going to move forward? I don't know. I mean, and that's the interesting part. And I think for the most part, when we talk to organizations and see interactions, we're inconsistently consistent. Yes, inconsistently consistent. We don't normally hold everybody's feet to the fire the same way. And then we get into that weird conversation of right to work state. Because you know that that becomes the next weird thing. If you're in a state that is a right to work state and you have non-union workers, so let's talk about that. We kind of do some strange things. I mean, I could walk in in this state. And as long as I'm working for an employer. They can tell me, hey, I don't like how your shirt looks today. See ya. And that's perfectly fine. So I don't know. I want to make sure that we are applying these things that we are using for COVID uniformly across as we see some of this. I mean, we've had the conversations about the mask and some of the requirements of the mask that if you put a mask in sequence where you tell somebody like an N95 in particular where they have to have it, then we have to have a whole other conversation that's related to what are you doing now in regards of telling people 
about your respirator program. And people go, what? Yes, you have to have a respirator program because of it. But there's been some changes and some things that are coming about as we talk about these COVID things, these COVID-related things. But we're starting to see a lot of stuff come out related to COVID, which we would hope so. But the other thing that we're seeing a lot of information related about is now psychological safety. As you will know, or you've probably already noticed, the ISO international standard has changed from 45,001 to 45,003 because they want to actually start focusing on psychological safety, which I think is very important to talk about because this is going to have impact on people for a very long period of time, everything that we're going through currently. And let's be realistic. Psychological safety was something that people were working on inside of ISO prior to this starting. So that was why they were able to pull it off and start talking about it. I have a conversation that I'm doing with somebody who was on that board that put some of that stuff together. So hopefully we're able to cover a lot of stuff there as we are speaking about it. So I don't know, what are you looking at as you're seeing a lot of these things changing around the world here and how their things are being done? I mean, we talk about the UK for a moment and you see, hey, this is what they're doing. They did severe lockdown. New Zealand did severe lockdown. Australia or parts of did some severe lockdowns as well. So I don't know. I've, and if we kind of look at the states, it becomes a very weird thing. I mean, it really varied from state to state. I mean, you look at one extreme, and let's take California, and I'm not saying one's correct and one's not, so let's just make sure that I'm clear here. You take one extreme of California where everything was closed down. I mean, you couldn't do much of anything. And then you take the other extreme, and you can kind of go coast to coast here, and you look at Florida, where Florida was kind of closed down for a very small period of time and then really did a lot of things. Like, I don't get it, and not I'm not picking on Disney because I love Disney as much as the next person. But Disney California is closed, but Disney Florida is open. And I have a friend or an acquaintance, someone that I know, who posted some pictures from over the weekend that Disney here in Florida was at capacity over the weekend. So was Universal Studios and Epcot. Capacity. And don't get me wrong, being locked up sucks. Let's not say that that's not the truth because it is the truth. But at some point, you have to take a look at it and go, "Uh, um, how do we start doing this? Because that's the other gig. When you start taking a look at the, the whole thing, social distancing, mask wearing, and now we're talking that potentially the stuff could be on your clothes for up to three days. It gets a little scary, and I understand the need of going out and doing stuff, but at what cost? At what cost is it worth it? I'm just saying, hey, we did say freeform today, so freeform goes into that sometimes where we talk a little bit about everything. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. 
Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, it is 43 minutes past the top of the hour. You are still hanging out with me here on RadioBig.FM, SafetyFM.com, and also, also, also on the multiverse of the streamers. So there you go. That is what is going on right now. Anyways, let's talk about Did You Know? A new study of American Chemical Society predicts, yeah, chemical Soci- American Chemical Society predicts that edible... <laughs> Yeah, edible holograms will one may will one day decorate food items. Edible holograms. Boy, does that sound like something. Such as birthday cakes. A research team has already created a laser-based method to print non-structured holograms of dried-up corn syrup films. Oh, how lovely is that? Well, today we can find holograms on credit cards, um, various pieces of products, packaging, uh, driver's license studies. Authors say that the groundbreaking technology may make, may make it possible to decorate food items. And to ensure ensure food safety label products and provide sugar content information using their technique called direct laser interference patterning. Ah, doesn't that sound delicious? Does it not or what? So there you go. You know, I have to tell you, when I start thinking about holograms, we're going to have to go old age here. If you go to the original Total Recall, yes, I did say original because there was a remake. When I think of holograms, I thought holograms would be that shit. Not what we're talking about here, edible food version of holograms. Not exactly what I was thinking here. Anyway, so let's start talking. Um, I have to tell you, before I get into this next portion, very frustrated yesterday with the writer who writes some of this stuff and that we converse with uh, about the swamp. I mean, I understand you don't like certain things, but shit, man, don't lean it so hard one way or the other that, you know, people are going to be pissed off on what they're hearing. We're not MSNBC or Fox News, so take it for what it is. I mean, we are some kind of some kind of weirdness here, but man, you you put a hard spit on that stuff. So like I always tell people, I will share this with you with caution because what we do here is we have a lot of discussions about what is going on inside of the world of the news. So when we go into the swamp, I hate talking about it because I think it sucks. But hey, whatever. Let's continue. A former aide of Emmy-winning New York Times, Emmy-winning New York governor. See, Emmy-winning, seriously? So this is, we're already starting off with the sarcasm. Governor Andrew Cuomo is blowing the whistle and accusing him of sexual misconduct, culminating with unsolicited kisses in his office. So there you go. That's something new that has just hit the scene. So that is readily available. Don't know if you've already heard that one. President Joe Biden has authorized $86 million to be spent on $25 million of masks or 25 million masks, which will be sent out to the community health centers to food pantries across the country. That's about $3.45 a mask, which the admin says that will be washable, comply with the CDC practices, or the government could order CDC compliant washable ones for roughly about $1.19 on Amazon. That might even be a bulk discount if you do it in millions. See, this is the sarcasm that I talk about. The sarcasm that I talk about all the time. I don't like the swamp. I don't like talking about the swamp. And I think sometimes we should just get the hell out of it. Join us on all major social media platforms. And we are Radio Big. Okay, no one of her Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $30 million jackpot or $21 million cash payout. So there you go. That is what is going on right there. Anyway, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. 
Um, jumping around real quick. Going to throw this in here just in case if you ever watch this show. Dr. Frazier Crane is making a comeback. Kel- Kelsey Grammer confirmed that he will be re- reprising his role as the Seattle psychiatrist turned radio host in Frazier reboot for Paramount. Grammer had been leading the efforts to revive the series, which originally ran for 11 seasons between 1993 and 2004 on NBC. It is unclear if any of the original characters are returning for the reboot. So there you go. That's what's going on. Uh, So we did talk about it when Alex Trebek passed away, that they were doing a lot of things with Jeopardy, bringing on some guest hosts and so on. So I want to share the information right now just for the sake of sharing it. Jeopardy fans want Mike Richards to become the new full-time host. The show's 45-year-old, or 45, yeah, yeah, the show's 45-year-old executive producer who stepped up to the podium to fill hosting gaps has captured the hearts of Jeopardy fans with his charming personality, warm voice, and impeccable charisma. According to Twitter posts, in an interview with USA Today, Richard revealed that he didn't want, that he didn't find out that he would be hosting until three days before filming and was sent scrambling as he only owned one suit. Richard is no stranger to hosting gig. He previously hosted GSN's The Pyramid and Divided. So there you go. That is what's going on inside of the world there. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on as always inside of the world of the news. A lot of stuff. And I mean a lot of stuff and celebrity stuff. And I just don't think that that's something we should talk about all the time. I mean, we can, but is it really worth talking about? So think about it this way. Think about it this way. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about the NFL. We talk about COVID and things to that extent. But Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin has COVID. According to the NFL Network, Tomlin tested positive last week along with several other members of the coaching staff and remained away from his team's facility. It is unclear what symptoms, if any, Tomlin or staff are are experiencing currently. So there you go. That is what is going on inside of that neck of the woods. So there you go go what a strange world we live in anyways let's talk about some other stuff let me give you some whack facts this morning because we haven't talked about them all week so here you go the gender neutral word for niece or nephew is nibbling elephants aren't afraid of mice but they are afraid of bees the average person loses about 1600 lashes per year about 2.5 million people live in in the Sahara Desert. The best-selling Hot Wheels vehicle is the Chevrolet is the Chevrolet Corvette. And one asteroid seen in the Empire Strikes Back is actually a potato. Yeah, I'm being serious about that one. So you might want to go take a look and see what exactly is there. Anyways, let me tell you something real quick because we talk about everything and you know, it is what it is. Somebody sent me a list and they asked me if I would read it. So I'm going to read this to you because we talk about everything. And I did say that we would open anything up if you did send it over and talk about it. So here you go. What are the worst pickup lines? So they sent me a list. So this is what we're going to go with. The worst pickup lines to use. Do you have insurance? Because I'm looking for a friend with benefits. (laughs) Do you know what my shirt is made of? Boyfriend material. It's a good thing that I have my library card because I'm totally checking you out. Are you a Pokemon? Because I would sure like to Pikachu you. What does that even mean? 
Oh, I've fallen for you and I can't get up. Have you been to the doctor lately? Because I think you're lacking in vitamin me. So how much do you weigh? Really? Why would you ask somebody that? Are you are you a parking ticket? Because you got a fine written all over you. If you, if you were a wedge, I'd pick you up. Could you add me to your to-do list? Oh, my God. I think I'm going to go into the corner and vomit. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I don't even know what that was. I can't, I, I have actually now disowned the whole show by just doing that alone. He's a man. <laughs> it's awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on radio. Anyways, 52 minutes past the top of the hour. We are going to radiobig.fm if you want to come and hang out with us shortly after this little bad boy right here. So within the next eight minutes or so. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays that are going on right now. Brielle Berman turns 24 today. She's a reality TV star. James and Oliver Phelps turns 35 today. They're from the Harry Potter fame. Tony Perry turns 35. Chelsea Handler turns 46. She's only 46. Oh, my God. I thought she was older. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not being disrespectful. Sean Astin turns 50. Yeah, from Goonies fame. Tiana, Tia Leone. Oh, yes, Tia, Tia Leone. I used to love that movie with her, The Family Man. That's my that's my go-to Christmas movie. 55, Carrie Top turns 56. Lee Evans turns 57. Songwriter John Doe turns 68. And the nature boy, Ric Flair, the nature boy, turned 72 today. So there you go. That's good old Ric Flair's birthday is today. We talk about things that occurred back on this date. Let's go back to 2020. Just for a moment. On this date, a memorial service is held for NBA star Kobe Bryant at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. More than 80,000 people were in attendance. The former Laker died in a helicopter crash a month prior, along with his daughter Gianna Bryant and seven others. 80,000 people show up to the event. Crazy when you start thinking about that. The impact of one on so many. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk about the reasons that you should be able to celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Today is National Chocolate Covered Nut Day. Hey, now. Uh, National Clam Chowder Day. Hey, I have a friend out there. National Clam Chowder Day. I hope you enjoy that. National, yeah, if you did listen to Mary to Safety, he does have a great, excellent clam chowder Um story on this week's episode married to safety with josh and kayla caldell so there you go if you want to take a listen to that one national toast day national chili day digital learning day introduce a girl to engineering day and rubber ducky day oh yeah rubber ducky is today just in case if you wanted to know all those things anyways i haven't spoken about it yet so let's talk about it one more time because we need to talk about it every day because it's always an everyday thing to talk about. If you're suffering from any signs of depression or contemplating suicide, before you do anything, I want you to give a call to my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 
24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is no joke. This is so important. Do not do your next move until you give them a call. They're available at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. They're the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're free confidential support for people that are in in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you or loved ones. They also will give you the best practices inside of the industry of what's going on. If you don't want to give them a phone call, you can always go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org, just in case. So just think about that. Don't do anything until you make that call or go on to the website. Keep that in mind. Anyways, 55 minutes past the top of the hour. We are still here on radiobig.fm and on safetyfm.fm. Or, or safety.fm, mess that up. So as we get to the top of the hour, I always say there's two paths to go down that are relatively easy to do. You can either go down the path where you go to Safety FM and continue down that path and listen to what we have safety show-wise on there, or you can come to the other side where it's the radio station. Well, they're both radio stations, but you can go to the other radio station where we play music and we'll talk some more about the things that are going on inside of the world of the industry. So before we get out of here, let me kind of give you some let me give you some slices of junk of stuff that you might want to hear. Tiger Woods got into a wreck early Tuesday morning, not to be confused with his golf game or dating life. That's a train wreck. That's something entirely different. So let's not get those things mixed up. 22-year-old Fernando Tatis Jr. has signed a 14-year deal for $340 million with the San Diego Padres, the third largest contract in MLB history. Now MLB is testing Padres' ownership for controlled substances. KFC and Pizza Hut have delighted fans by joining forces to bring back popcorn chicken pizza topped with gravy. Cheese and sweet corn. The official name is Androplasty Lover's Pizza. Yeah. Arch CV, the, the man behind Bozo the Clown, has died at the age of 86, leaving behind some pretty big shoes to fill. Terrible. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. I always read my wife's horoscopes to see what kind of day I'm going to have. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What concept can you can you just not seem to wrap around your head? If you need a question for the water cooler, try this one. 21% of women say that they could cancel plans with a friend because of this. What is it? They don't like how they look that day. Hey, I'm just telling you the information that's provided here. Just giving you the info that's provided. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Anyway, so there you go. That's the information of what we have going on. You have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk and apparently a lot of other jargon that we do depending on the day of the week as well. So there you go. That's what we have going on today. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Be so positive that negative people don't want to be around you. Yes, that's possible. Yeah, I've had some of those dipships leave my life. I mean, some of those people leave my life. I, I, I said that. I said that. Anyway, so there you go. That's what's going on. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.